Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. And now it's time for another exciting edition of Cat Congas. Dan Kelly from Fortunate Youth, and dude, Rest. this is so up your alley, Menace. This man's called Yachtly Crew, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's, yacht, it's Yacht Rock. That's on yeah, Sunday, and they are funny. dope, dude. They're that's, so good. That's so awesome. You can get more information if you go to lobsterrock.com. That's lobsterrock.com. And our very own fake news.cameron's going to... It is now September 23rd. I have just arrived with Philly Ocean to uh, Redondo Beach for the Rock Lobster Festival. Are you ready to eat some lobsters? I'm ready to eat anything, girl, because I'm hungry. He is hungry. Yeah. We're across the street here from uh, some apartment complexes who are undoubtedly getting a wonderful, free wonderful show here. Crown, the Crown Crown Plaza. Uh, what is it? What are they called? Petty or Not, I think, is playing. You can hear them playing in the background. We just arrived. We just parked. And uh, I'm now standing next to uh, Polly Shores, who, uh, who just parked. We're going to get a c- quick interview with him real fast um, on our way over there. Hi, hi Polly Shores. Good to see you again. Oh, it's always a pleasure. The pleasure is mine. The pleasure is all <laughs> mine. Always, all mine. Oh, me, oh, mine. The pleasure is always mine. Let me tell you. Would you like you to tell it. us how your yeah your trip? Out well, here. today is like a perfect balmy seventy-two degrees. The sun is out. There are there are scattered clouds, which are not not at all interfering with the mood of this event. It is it is quite a picturesque day here in the South Bay. Redondo Beach, to be exact, at the Lockto the Lobster Tober Fest. Here in Redondo Beach, uh, we are off to uh, starting off our first our first docking of our seven day cruise across the uh, the the southern to mid portion of the state of California. Oh, shit, that's right. Spreading our uh, dream cruise, our time travel dream cruise. That's right. Up the 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 backbone Holy, of California. What a great way of putting it. We're going from the south all the way up to the north. We are infusing this state with a uh, a blast of love and good times blast like of it's, love and it's good times never indeed. seen before. Oh my god. 
you know, this is so crazy because what is it? San Pedro, San Pedro, right? Or St. Martin, or, or is that the same yeah. thing? Oh, uh, yep. It's no. kind of near San Francisco-ish. No, two totally different places. Oh shit, they're two totally different places. But, um, but that doesn't matter because it's all just the same love. Well, what's the distance, do you think, between here and there? Just off the top of your head. It's like five um, hours, six hours. Really? Yeah. Five or six hours. A good two, 250 miles. So can you please break down for the uh, at-home viewers what, okay, oh my goodness, what the, uh, <laughs> what, what the next few days are going what, to what encompass. you can't see in Radioland is Stoney just saw the most beautiful coastal scenery pass by his, 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 his experience that he's having right now. Um, and along comes oh. Philly. It's the police. Philly Oceanics. From the Oce from the Oceanic. Uh, what a what airplane is that from Lost? The Ocean the Oceanic. Uh, I love that movie. Lost. Two eighteen or it was something. A TV show. <laughs> that TV show is one of my favorite movies too. They were. I would is say. That if Jack Nicholson. Is that Jack Nicholson there? Hey guys, how's it going? No I've way, what are you doing I've here? I've been eating a bunch of a bunch of lobsters lobster out here. Oh my god. Here, Holy cow, man. You gotta you gotta be careful because they got those mandibles. They're pretty sharp. You first you gotta boil them. Don't ever try to just bite into their faces right away. I'll tell I always you. wondered how you avoided uh, personal injury when you were handling those crustaceans. Oh good God. I you know I tell you, you gotta first you gotta boil them. You gotta oh, put look, on some of those one, gardening gloves. Right oh my my God, oh shit, that's what I get for being barefoot on a hot day. In the parking lot. You oh know my that. God, what the hell are these parking lot lobsters doing out here? What do you think here? you're doing, Jack? Oh, you know, we're at the, you at the lobster rock. You don't know Jack. You don't know Jack, do you? You don't know him. You don't know him one bit. I gotta say, though, aside from the Lakers, my second favorite thing, my first favorite thing is the good old-fashioned Lakers game. My second favorite thing is a good old-fashioned Tom Petty concert. But since that man's died and gone to the afterlife, we got these guys to fill in the blanks for us, I uh, suppose. Let's please not, Jack. When you talk about the afterlife, it just it gives me chills up my spine. It's kind of a dark chill, though. Oh, a dark chill. Jack Nicholson talks about oh. the afterlife. We got our buddy here, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Robin. We're going to interview him a little bit. Uh, I'm out of here. I got to go eat a lobster. Is someone parking here? They got the band. Dude, good to see you, man. I'm so happy you're out here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, my God. So you're on my podcast right now, Robin. Oh, hey. He's been, he's been doing a phenomenal job. He, he and Chris are here today, the dynamic duo, these two guys. Oh, my God. We, we want to have them on the crew whenever possible because they dial in the sound so good. I saw you guys was at the uh, Discovery in Ventura. And that's coming up again at the end of this week. Was it Surf Rodeo or Discovery? No, Surf Rodeo. Are you going to be at Discovery again? Yes. I wasn't there. I saw you at Surf Rodeo. I didn't get a chance to say hi to you. Yeah, After yeah, I yeah. left, I'm like, damn it, why didn't I, I say hi to you? I was running around like crazy. What, what, uh, what, no uh, you're, on, you're on my podcast right now, by the way, Chris, if you don't mind. But you can remain anonymous or you can... What I'd like to do is ask you a couple of questions about. Um, you were telling me before. You were telling me before that you had worked with Fishbone, and Fishbone happened to be at the Surf Rodeo, which was nuts to How me. How crazy was that, dude? We talked all about it in Denver. We talked all about it even before then. And then what happens? Surf Rodeo comes up, and then guess what? The 311 cruise, and Fishbone's gonna be on the freaking 311 cruise, man. Man, that's fucking crazy. I think it's all because of our conversations, to be honest with you. It's karma, man. Karma. <laughs> 
That's pure manifestation. That's wizardry right there. You're a wizard. Hey, You're a wizard. Hey. You're a wizard of sound, too. I know, I'm carrying his keys. Oh, oh, that's what that is. Wait, can I get that sound? Can I get that sound? Oh, wait, here. This is, if you lose your phone, you can also use the tile. This is a, oh, this portion of Inspirato Projecto has been brought to you by what happens when you have that sinking feeling you've left, lost your car keys, or your wallet, or your laptop. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you... Tile, for all of your scatterbrained needs. Just press the button and you will find your lost item. This is the chime you hear when Paul Pate loses his phone. <laughs> they, those are some good sounds. Christian! Dude! I love it. I love it. So how many years did you work with Fishbone? Three. Three years. And then what was the album that they had... Do, do you know what album they had going on at that point? It wasn't out. They didn't do it out. They were just doing a tour. Oh, okay. They were yeah. just on tour. Yeah. Well, was, no, no, that's not true. What was the album called? Was it maybe like a best of or something like that? Or? No. Because they did one song off the new album on tour and I didn't like it. No, I mean, I loved it. I loved it. Can't think of it. I can't think, yeah, there was a new album, but I can't remember the name. It was crazy. The first time I ever saw Fishbone, it was at Milwaukee Fest and it was this huge crowd and Angelo is singing every day. It was during Everyday Sunshine. Everyday Sunshine. And he's laying on his back in there and he's on a cordless mic. And they move him along like an ocean all the way back to the stage. Oh, crowd surfing, and yeah. it was the coolest thing ever. And then little did I realize that one day I'd meet the sound engineer responsible for dialing, you know, in their stuff, man. That's it's so crazy, dude. Funny. And now we we missed him just by a smidge at the surf rodeo. Then we're gonna be able to hang out with them on freaking 311 cruise. It just blows my mind, man. Ah. Oh. Hey, on, man. nice to meet you, man. I'm Kurt. Ray. Hi, Ray. Ray, good to meet you. Chris, nice to meet you. What's and what's your official title here at Lobster Rock? I'm just a gay guy today. Are you in charge? Are you in charge of not letting in the riffraff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty good, much. Good, 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 good. <laughs> we all need one of those now and again. Yeah. Thanks for keeping out the riff. <laughs> keep keeping out all that crazy riffraff. Last thing you need is people trying to uh, bring uh, unsanctioned lobsters into this thing. <laughs> I'm assuming that every lobster here has a seal of approval on it. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. It's an official. Have you ever have you ever seen anyone sneak in lobsters like in, into a bag? No, no. Dude, I think this is a little tight. Yeah, dog. How do I loosen this? Wait, hold on. Yeah, this one's a little tight. I'm so sorry. No, no, just fucking tear it up. Sorry. Thank you, by the way, for not putting any on the hair on my arm. Uh, you know what? I was trying so hard to not. I gotta tell you, they're so freaking considerate. Yeah. I'm recording these are archives for my future self to listen to one day, so he he can look back on his uh, on his life and remember what he did and what who he talked to. Yeah. These are all these these are all gifts for him. And uh, so one day he'll be he'll be laying down somewhere and he'll want some good entertainment. <laughs> he'll go, holy yeah, cow! We hung. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Dude, you're a magician of putting that on. Thank you for not. That's all right. Thanks for not getting the hair, dude. Because All right, uh, we are going to uh, we're going to talk more later. There's a lot more later. To, uh, to talk about. Uh, take care. 
I want to be able to. Okay, so we walk over here a little bit. We said, do you have your, oh, you got your wrist bag band. Okay, so this is the thing. My buddy Lawrence, who I always have synchronicity, we always just have big time. We go crazy. We geek out over Lawrence? it. Lawrence, yeah, Lawrence Augustine. I always flip out after. And he sent me something today, and I'll, I'll forward you the JPEG. It's a CIA reveals declassified in declassified information. The CIA reveals declassified information about the manifestation of reality. They called it the gateway experience. And what happened was... Were they experiments? Oh, yes, they were all experiments into the mind, astral projection, all these things that are labeled as occult things this, these days, all very valid. And, and what this man discovered, what's so crazy, he must have been an FBI agent or someone who was, who was a part of this to investigate this and, and learn more about this stuff. And you see his introduction before, I mean, there's like 12 pages or something in depth, very thorough of this man. You, you could see how he's, I'd read it to you, but it's, it's such tiny print on my phone. Basically summarizing and he goes, I don't know how truly to explain this to you because it's going to seem so strange, you know, basically. Uh, but like I had to start learning about quantum mechanics I had to learn about astral projection. What? I had to learn astral about projection? yes, yes. He's he, he was like he had to learn in order for him to explain. And dude, look at this. Right when as I'm talking, I find a penny on the ground. No way. Oh shnikes, dude. Things are gonna get very crazy, dude. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. This synchronicity is gonna flow like crazy. Oh my god, dude. So this is what he discovered was that he goes. These concepts, remote viewing, that's remote viewing grew out of this concept. And being able to see, okay, so what basically, in a nutshell, our imaginations are far more powerful than even the most powerful we can imagine our imaginations to be. If imagination can be imagination, that means it could go anywhere and do anything. So no matter what we imagine it to be, it's always gonna be greater than that. Yes, so you basically. Just say. So that's the funny thing is that no matter how much we try to go, the imagination is this big and you just go, oh, it's huge. Well, you know, it's so crazy. It's always going to be bigger no matter what we're going to try to define it. That's what kills me with science, so much with science. This is just a side note because it's like, okay, you're a scientist who finally stumbled upon something that was already there the whole time. And you just now, you just now were able to invent some machine to be able to, to see its vibration. Maybe let's say infrared or a microscopic organism, the difference between one and another. Oh, that's a friendly organism oh that one's not so friendly you know to be able to have those kinds of machines well guess what to be able to create those machines that unknown thing had to exist it's that chicken or the egg thing that just keeps Whoa. popping up popping up right, Kurt. so that thing was there the whole time but now okay was it there this is the crazy thing that puts us in the middle of this infinity symbol is was it there the whole time waiting for us to find it like a game of peekaboo and then we finally found it or did it exist once we believed in its existence? Whoa. So it's like one was there hiding, going, find me, find me. Find the me. other one's I'm going over here. And the other one's over here is going, I want to see if there's something in this direction. Well, as they're looking for this, a piece of that reveals this crazy thing going, you found me. Now I'm it's over like here. I'm over here. So they found in these. Load, they found in, in. They found in these CIA documents that uh, manifestation of reality is a truthful thing. It's a real thing. 
stage and put all of our equipment on stage. I would really like it if they stuck around afterwards, uh, perhaps even watched our band. That way I could get a an interview with uh, some of the members. Katie Shorey and I, Katie Shorey is the lead singer, the Stevie, Stevie Nicks of the band. She's on, uh, she's the lead singer of the band and uh, she's on Instagram. She's a friend of Inspirato Projecto. Wow, this is a big festival. It goes way back here. You'll see photos in Inspirato Projecto, but you can hear it far out here. A lot of tents, a lot of food, a lot of stuff. It's not just limited to a certain area. It's all over, so everybody out here can hear what's going on. It's astounding. More later. Okay, so I was recently... Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Those are my special shoes for Yali Crew. They're in my bag. Make sure you have them on. Yeah, look at it. Check it out. Right I'm just here. saying, make sure you have them on before we play. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll put them on now. Uh, so, there's a new Joaquin 30 second teaser where they zoom in on him and he's talking. Or not talking, but you see him standing there. Did you see the new Joker teaser? No. Joaquin Phoenix plays the new Joker. Oh, really? It's an origin movie. Oh, wow. That sounds fun. Yeah. So if you look, at, so what I did was I slowed it down. I slowed it down like uh, more than 100% uh, because while he's standing there, it's slowly zooming in. Yeah, and there he is. They're flashing. So I slowed it down so you could see some easier stuff in there. And uh, and then what I did was I interlaid. Do you remember Cesar Romero as the Joker? Oh, absolutely. I took his audio laughing. Yes. And it's this. It's this slow thing, and it's him just laughing hysterically, and then he's, oh, it's so much fun. So I just recently uploaded that. But if you get a chance, check out, check out the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Okay. You'll see it on, uh, you'll see it on a page called CECTV. That's gotcha. me. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a really neat thing, but I... I wanted to give an homage to Cesar Romero. Dude, are you kidding me? The guy had a mustache, and they let him not shave his mustache and just paint it over it because it's Cesar Romero. Come on, the guy's amazing. He talked him into it. Right? Amazing, how'd he do that? Okay, you can keep your mustache, it's all good. Your mustache was that important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Really? The Joker had a mustache, but best Joker bar none, my opinion. <laughs> he was, he right? was. He was mischievous, he was childlike. Yes. Just the laugh. The laugh. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. my god. It was giggling, it was giggling. Yes. It wasn't sinister. It no. was like, oh I got away with something. Yes, exactly. You know? Exactly. And I think if that's I've seen some tiny bits of footage of Walking Phoenix as Joker, and he, he's got that giggly nature. Ah, interesting. So he's kind of like... Okay. 
loose and kind of like, just kind of just a silly little guy. That sounds fun. Yeah. I gotta see that. Oh, dude, it's cool. cool. I should say I had missed you. I didn't see her yet. Hi. Have you gone out there to actually hear this music yet? No? It's a full blast. So, we're back here behind the Fleetwood Mac thing. And, uh, Wow, that was a cool shout out. Oh, by the way, what you heard earlier was a commercial. A commercial that was on the radio where they're mentioning today's very festival. So by the time you actually hear the promotion for it, uh, we'll already have played this festival. But we got... We'll have... We'll have what we have. So, we shall see. Thank you so much for the Jack Nicholson. That was so hilarious. I thought you outdid yourself with John Travolta, but you really topped yourself with this Jack Nicholson. Hilarious. So, uh, Yachtly crew, we're moving stuff in, but I just saw a wizard walk across the beach. I gotta take this opportunity to talk this wi to, to this wizard and find out what his what his deal is. I gotta see what the hell the deal is. I'm walking across the beach now. I gotta talk to him. Hey. Do you mind if I interview for my podcast really fast? Of course. I have my own podcast. You, you, see, you have your own podcast. What's your podcast? It's Dr. Spore. Ooh. What, what kind of formats can people find your podcast? Uh, well, it's all in the works right now. I haven't released any, uh, any material yet, but by 2019, probably be on Spotify, SoundCloud, all the regular, you know. This one's called Inspirato Projecto, and the cool thing is there's an app called Anchor, Anchor. and so it's totally free. You, you, It puts it up on iTunes, it puts it up on Spotify, all this, I mean, it's like, it saved my life. I'm pretty much addicted to making podcasts. Every day I'm making a podcast. Um, and so when I see, like, hacks in the realities, you know, <laughs> I gotta talk to them. Absolutely. So, um, what, um, what are some of your influences? Terrence McKenna. Oh, yes. Alan Watts. Mm -hmm. I've been listening to a lot of Alan Watts. Dr. Jordan Peterson. I'm not sure who that guy is. I need to investigate him. Definitely check him what out. Is he, what is he about? He's a psychology professor at the University of Toronto. He's been on the Joe Rogan show. He's been on the uh, the Russell Brand show. He's all over the is place. Is he the one with the story with the cows? Is he the one with the story with the cows where he, he um, I think he took uh, mushrooms and he had this vision and uh, he Definitely thought it was the not. end of the world with all these dead cows, but then he ended up view seeing that, that come to pass in his life. I don't think that was Dr. Peterson. Who else are, are your influences? My daddy. Uh, let's see. Abraham Maslow. Um, Nietzsche. Carl Jung. Tupac. Gandhi. Do you make music? I do. Yes. Uh, for those of you who are listening right now and can't see me, I'm a wizard. Yes. 
And one of my magic powers is I specialize in spontaneous lyrical improvisation, which is better known as freestyling. Ooh, that's good. Can we please hear some, perhaps, Ooh, about the beach? On the spot. Well, about wow. the beach. About the beach. You okay. said lyrical improvisation. Okay. And look at all the... We got lights. We got kids. We got... We got uh, the lights. Yeah. We got the kids. And everything's complete. See, we out here at the lagoon down in Redondo Beach. Lobster Rock, it was the spot. And it was quite hot. And everybody came through and ate and drank a lot. Off the top of my head is the rhyme that you receive. Just like the beach, it's all I need. The waves in the sand seem to be the plan. And if you need a fresh rhyme, I'm your man. That is good. Where can people find you? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube coming soon. What, what, what would be your, uh, your handle? What would be the thing they could search for? Uh, definitely YouTube's going to have a lot of uh, content coming soon. Really, if you want to find me, I'm in Venice Beach on the weekends. I'm pretty much the only wizard down in Venice Beach, so it's kind of hard to miss. Well, there, there is the Wizard of L.A. who I've been hanging out with. So I've been on it, and I, wizards have been on my brain. So now all of a sudden you showed up, and I thought it'd be great to combine forces with you guys. We go walk around. We take subways all throughout Los Angeles. And, uh, oh, man, it's just amazing to see the, the, the consciousness that's being raised through, through these crazy vibrations happening with everybody. It's astounding, and I'd love to link you up. So what would be a good way? What's your, what's your name on, on Twitter, for instance, or Instagram or what have you? All the handles are going to be at Dr. Spore. D-R or D-O-C-T-O-R? D-R-S-P-O-R-E. Dr. Spore, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first on Inspirato Projecto Podcast. Thank you so much, Dr. Spore. This is so... Thank you. It's, this is an honor. i got to break down this equipment here, but it was a pleasure talking to you, man. Can we, can we switch information? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have any cards with me or anything, you but... Know, I think I might have given my have, card away, too. Let's see. Like, dude, my there you go. Now you have a story of saying that a wizard helped put a carpet on your shoulder. Bro, you are hilarious. The Jack Nicholson blew my socks off. I can't stop playing it. Much love, much love, much love to you, Inspirato Projector Radio. Hope your recent radio show went well on AM. Um, love, Inspirato Projecto. Thank you for supporting man behind a machine the machine loves you guys so much that uh, we have to send a second message just to tell you how much we love you um hope everything's going well out there on the west coast west coast loving inspirato projecto um looking forward to sending you some more compositions uh you know, please play the Einstein papers as well as while my computer. So, Tommy, I want to take this opportunity to ask you if you got any new songs. You got any new songs coming through the pipeline? I'm, yeah, I'm working on a couple of new songs. What, are you allowed at this point to reveal the titles? Absolutely not. It's I mean, good. Not that I don't want to. It's, it's good. just that, uh, you know, everything in its time. It's not ready yet. It's good. Spoken like a true philosopher. If you talk about an idea before it's finished, it ruins it, you know? That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, it kind of takes the steam out of it. Yeah, you need need steam. You do need the steam, because sometimes if you talk too much about it, then you've talked about it, and it's almost as if you made it already, and now you don't got to make it. Exactly, exactly. Have you noticed that happen on other occasions? Oh, for sure, for sure. And not just songwriting, like other things in life. Like, oh, I really want to... 
do this project and it's going to be that and you talk to somebody all about it and then you're like oh i feel like i already kind of did it it's a good way to put it wow so it's almost better to be sort of the mad scientist in the in the laboratory Uh, creating it away for a while until you're ready to to reveal your creation so frankenstein's alive that's good that's good yeah absolutely you wait you wait to reveal the creation sorry frankenstein is the doctor not the monster i know i know that fact just for everybody listening you know, right. until the monster is alive. Did the monster ever truly have a name? Did anyone ever give him a name? Here's a secret. I've never seen Frankenstein. I feel I, like I've I, seen pieces of it, I but I don't know really... it. I know from popular culture, but I've, right. ne- I've never actually seen it. Yeah. So, there we go. I know... It's like I've got scenes in my brain. Maybe I've only seen... Maybe the scenes in my brain are only of clips that I've seen of it throughout the years or yeah, yeah. something. I think I'm the same way. Like, like for instance, do you remember this scene, even though you've never seen the movie, where he's, like, handing, like, a flower to a little girl by, like, a river or something? No. Oh, you don't remember that? He's, like, this gentle giant. No. I like, like, I have more memory of, like, young Frankenstein than actual Frankenstein. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. And I've only seen young Frankenstein, like, once, a long time ago. Yeah. So, what was the premise of that? Did they try to say that he was the son of, of, like, he was... Uh, was he supposed to be no related to him, or was it like a pure parody, or what? It was a. It's like a. Isn't it a? What's his face? Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene yeah, Wilder. Yeah. Gene Wilder. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's like. It's such it's, an old. It's Frankenstein. I remember. Frankenstein. That one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. It's alive. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need to know now, like, if there were characters that lined up with the other characters in the original movie in any way, you know? I wonder. I wouldn't know because I've never seen the original. I guess there would be no way to actually truly know if you've never seen the movies or the original ones. When was the last time you saw Young Frankenstein? I don't know. 10, 15 years ago. I don't really remember it. I'm blown away and people can remember so many pieces of old movies. Like, oh yeah, have you ever seen this movie? And they come up with some crazy scene. I'm like, what the heck? Spaceballs I've seen. I mean, I I may have seen Spaceballs more than any other movie. Probably. I'm trying to think, like, what do you think is the movie you've seen more than any other movie? Mine might be Spaceballs. Probably Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me. Oh, really? Interesting. I've never seen any Twin Peaks episodes. No. No. They're, 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 you know. I've been to Twin Peaks restaurant. (laughs) It's so funny those guys were able to get away with that. I know. They're like the next door neighbor of Hooters, aren't they? Oh, they're more than next door neighbors. They pretty pretty much took their idea and like went to the next level with it. Oh my God. Oh, we're going to show more cleavage and their asses are going to hang out of the skirts, basically. Let's just make one called Knockers and it's like, it's two door, you know, Two door, uh, two door knockers. Yeah, right? yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, what about milk jokes? And it's like, you know, Dude, that could be like one of the main things is that they they sell like a lot of oh maybe like interesting um, milks yeah. like one milk Artisan that tastes milks. like cinnamon, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of different milks. It's <laughs> kind of peanut buttery one that's chocolatey, of course. Hey, honey, what do you want to go for dinner tonight? Hey, let's go to Milk Jumps. It sounds great. I mean, is that like fun for the whole family? Yeah, yeah fun for the whole family. Yeah. Isn't that funny they, they got away with that? Like like Hooters, they could be like, oh, it's a family restaurant. Yeah, all right. Everyone, oh, I go there for the wings. Yeah, right. Come for the wings, stay for the cleavage. Yeah. I think that's their motto. Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. Well. And the over-friendly waitresses. 
Yeah, well, I don't know how we went from songwriting to talking about Hooters, but that's just the that's the Inspirato Projecto podcast. It's you right. never know. It's right. So the la- latest um, song that you started, how long ago did you start it? Uh, I started a new song like three days ago, and it's not even close to finished. It was actually like on the ro- on the ride home. It came to me. I took a note. Oh, good. I take notes in my phone a lot. Oh, that's good. And most of them go unused, but sometimes, you know, one stays. So we'll see if this one works, if it sticks, but I'm working on it. It's in that area where I'm like, I'm not sure if this is a genius idea or a terrible idea. You know, it's like, it's one, it's one or the other. I feel like the more that you're committed to revealing that story, I mean, dude, you could do a whole story about salt and pepper shakers, you know, but it's just with your honesty and earnesty of what you're singing about this, because it could totally be this veiled... Uh, metaphor for something. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for sure. It's amazing how once you get out of the house and you're sort of like in naturous, sort of like nature situations. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? That's right. Do you feel that when you're out in sort of like nature, whether it be uh, open road, uh, the mountains, let's say for instance the beach today, that you get more more ideas? Um. Sure, I feel like traveling in general gives me ideas. Getting out of the daily routine gives me ideas. Seeing different things and living life, basically. Uh, yeah, it can get monotonous in the same place. It's good to mix it up. Sometimes I like to just go to the beach with my guitar. Oh, that's so, or great. Or go to a park. Like Chris Isaac did that entire album just oh, on really? the beach, I guess. I didn't know that. Baja Sessions. Oh. Baja Sessions. It just all has, like, I think it has that slide. He has that like that slide guitar, like they have in like a lot of Hawaiian music. Yeah, it's called uh, pedal steel. Pedal steel. Oh, do you know how to? Do, I don't know that album. Do you know how to make one of those? To, uh, uh, I cannot play it. It's really tough to play, but I have a guy in my band that plays it. Is it six strings like a guitar? No, it's more. Plus, it's generally more? like yeah, I think there's like eight. I think could be wrong. Is it tuned like a guitar? No, it's all di- open tunings and. Yeah, and the pedals actually change the tunings. That's why, like, if you can play that, you're like a genius. So, so you go, okay, we're gonna click the pedal. Now it's in E, and then click the pedal. Now it's all in just G. One pedal, and there's knee levers too. So you move a knee le- knee one way or the other, and it, mo- and it moves the tuning. Oh my god! So I don't even know how it works. I never tried, but uh, from what I understand. It's pretty intense. It's like guitar in 3D, they call it. The first time I was hugely impressed with the pedal, steel pedal, pedal steel. No, wait, what the hell is it called? Pedal steel. Pedal steel, yeah. Was Ben Harper. Ben Harper. Holy shnikes, man. There was, there was, uh, I forgot what song it was, but it was like, and you're just like, whoa, man, this is like, the way it's, it's like stretching. I imagine it was like stretching. Yeah. Stretching the sound. Billy Ocean. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I love it. It's like, it really adds. So when, so when was the, the song before that that you that you created? Before we went to uh, well, Reno? I about that one because it's uh, a song I played at the, I've, I've played at this point. It's called Tall Man's Blues. It's a song about being tall. <laughs> oh, dude, that's brilliant. Have you heard it? You no, know? no. That's a new one? That's one that you created? Yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's called Tall Man's Blues, and it's all about how... Did you you recorded it all already? About, listen, being... T- yeah, oh, it's not recorded yet, no, but oh. I played it live. It's finished, so I can talk about it. Oh, good, good. But <laughs> it's all about 
you know, being tall is really cool, but there's some downsides to it too that most people don't think about. So the song's about all that. Which is astounding because you made that song and then you actually truly faced the tall man's blues when we were in Reno. Well, that's one of the lyrics in the songs too. Yeah, so it goes. Wait, before before you even encounter, you made that song before? Small Caesar. Small Caesar. Sorry, we're, we're, uh, Small Caesar. The first four lines are I hit my head on everything, and there's high notes that I can't sing. Can't ever stand in the front row, my shower head is much too low. When did you write that song? Uh, a couple months ago. Three months ago, yeah. And then when did we go to Reno? This week. And then what did you experience in Reno? <laughs> I tried, I went in the shower and the shower head was like up to my chest, basically. And Dude. I have a picture to prove it. <laughs> I, I, when I was in that shower, yeah, I knew something was strange. Yeah, it was like it was like pointing at my chin, and I'm like, this is quite strange. I put my hands up, and my hands could touch the ceiling, and I go, and I immediately I thought, okay. I immediately thought of Lost in Translation when when Bill Murray is like trying to trying to take a shower and I go wait, what the hell is Tommy dealing with? And moments after I said that, that's when you send in that text and 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 you it's like it's like at your 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 collar at your collarbone. I'm like, dude, that's so crazy. So little did you realize you predicted your future. Yeah, because I dealt with it before. It wasn't the first. Oh, time. you dealt with it before. Yeah, that been, one, that one was especially low well, though. That was. It'd be interesting to know about the history of that hotel that we stayed at and find out if the makers, if the architects were all short people. Or else, yeah, maybe. It makes sense. I mean, they don't, they don't make stuff for people as large as me. It's just the way it is. Especially, like, stuff that's really old a lot, a lot of times. Like, back in the day, there, there were less tall people, I guess, because diets that's weren't a good. Point. So I go to, I'm a Red Sox fan, and I go to Fen Fenway Park is where the Red Sox play. It's the oldest ballpark in America. It was built in 1912. And Dude. I can't, there's a, the red seats they've replaced, and the, uh, the red seats are up close to the field. I can sit in those seats, but it's like a little uncomfortable. The blue seats, which is the back section, I literally can't sit there. Like if someone asked me to go to a game and say I have tickets to the grandstand, I'm like, I, I'd, ra I'd have to stand. What's a, how is it? What's they're the just really close. Like my knees would be oh, like in my close. chest. My oh. knees are basically in my chest. Because it was built in 1912. Oh it's crazy. Because yeah. the average height was like 5'4 or something, yeah, right? Back in he olden days? Yeah, whatever it was. It was crazy. So, so yeah, here we are. Dude. That's so interesting. They had no idea. They didn't have that foresight back then. That, that humans could possibly get taller one day. They did and not have the foresight. You? And how of course, they don't want... Oh, yes, please. <laughs> oh, here. Thank you. Thank you so much. You got any more coffee? Um, oh, yes. Yeah, they didn't have that foresight, and they don't really want to fix it because it makes them more money. Because the smaller the space, the more seats they have. Oh God! And it's already the smallest ballpark in the in the. In I'm trying to think of other places like that. Well, like comedy clubs that I've been to before. Tend to they pack in. The El Capitan Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. Really? It was so old. I don't like. like it's owned by Disney, and sometimes I go there, you know, for work to see. Uh, <laughs> Disney movie oh, some of the screenings like and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I went to see it. The, the first Avengers I remember I saw there, and I was uncomfortable the whole time. Was that your, your first time being there? Oh, we had a station identification from Chaz Ruiz. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Baba Booey, Baba Booey, the bass, the bass master, the bass master of Yatley Crew. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see what this we're gonna do a close up of this of this taste. We're gonna see how this how this matches up. Yeah. See how it is. This is a uh, looks like a looks like a girl. It looks like a uh, a a uh, what do they call it? Uh, it's one of those like, what do they call them? Like egg roll. My God, it was delicious. No text at all. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, I got a video of us driving next to you guys. I put up on Instagram, and uh, David Bowie was putting up that poster in the window and you guys were driving next to us and I saw Christian take video Was or, or did you I can't remember if you were driving or if Christian was driving Christian do you have that video of, of Dave put the, uh, putting that poster up when we were driving next to you guys on the freeway when your van was next to us do you remember that and he's was that you or him and he stuck it up against the window I would love to see that footage but Dave Oh, pictures. Oh. Hey, why is this going on Connie Chung Radio? Shouldn't we have our own, uh, whatever it's called? Should like a podcast? own, like, Yali Crew, like, podcast at some point? Because... We could. Look, I'm not in charge of shit. Dude, I'm gonna not, I'm gonna not put my wife. I'm gonna put her in charge of Oh, my God. And any wacky You heard it here first. Radio. This is the birth of Yachtly Crew Radio. That's right. That's right. It's going to be the, the, the Yachtly Crew podcast. I love it. The Yachtcast. Oh, that's good. Yachtcast. Dave? The Yachtcast? The Yachtcast. The cast off. Dude. The cast. There's something there. They want to do a Yachtly Crew podcast. He wants to do a Yachtly Crew podcast. Because this shouldn't be on, like, uh, K Connie Chung Radio, right? It should be just be on, like, Connie on Chung. radio or whatever it's called. Ow. It should be on, it should be our own podcast called, what did I call it? The Yachtcast. Yachtcast. I just trademarked that, by the way, Yachtcast. You can't say that. You can't repeat it. Yachtcast. 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 Hey, I realized you found your microphone. I did. You know what? Paulie found it. He found it laying. I was dancing like a maniac up next to Chris. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Hold on. We're going to hand you off to, to, to uh, David Bowie. Well, here. Tommy, maybe ask, ask a question. What's the square root of 144? 12. Damn, we got it right. Damn, I was not expecting that. Are you a mathematician? Uh, No, but I know the square root of 144. It's 12. But you know what he is? He's a mad matician. Mad matician. That sounds like a band, the mad maticians. Mad matician. Mad matician. All right, this is Tommy Bowie. 
I am now in control of the Inspirato projector. He's now, he's now taking control of the ship, ladies Now listen, we got a lot of yacht rockers around this table. And I, you always hear Stony Shores interviewing people, but I'm going to interview Stony Shores. Have you ever been interviewed on the Inspirato Projecto before? No. Well, no this is great. Now, let's talk about your your breakout role in the hit movie Blues Brothers. Yes. Now, tell me about how you landed that role. Well, did they? Uh, did you? Uh, did did uh, Dan Aykroyd call you, or he, was it Belushi? He per- well. How many listeners? There's a conference. Oh, hold on. Hold on. That was David Bowie with a little interference. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now let's continue. So was it Belushi or Aykroyd? It was like one of those conference calls. They both yeah, called me up. I was six years old at the time, and they had found out about me. Oh, are we? Oh, are we recording? Or what is that? Is that the? Wait, it might have to be turned up. And uh, so, so you like, were, we heard like, about talk you. To my agent before I oh yeah. It. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I love it. It's Jummy. You heard it here first. The official. What is that? Reggaeton. I don't know what it is. Some DJ thing. Oh, air horn, right? Oh, air horn. Oh, my goodness. So they called me up. They said, we need you in this movie, Stat. We need you as the orphan. We're going to shoot at this uh, orphanage. Yep. And we're going we're gonna to have you at the orphanage. And, you know, being six years old and being a huge fan of Saturday Night Live, I said, yes, absolutely. At six years old, you were a fan of Saturday Night Live. Well... My mom was more so a, a fan of uh, Silent Life, yeah. and um, I think all of all of what I loved about Silent Life was in the commercials that I saw because I was not allowed to watch it. Ah. <laughs> I was not allowed to watch it. it I don't know if I was. I feel like by the time I was allowed to watch it, the jokes were still going over my head anyway. So, yeah, yeah. or like half of them, you know, it's like you don't understand when you're a kid all the humor. Yeah, you're not going to get it unless they're talking about you know I don't know little kid stuff. Right. But anyway, yeah. you were the breakout star of the movie Blues Brothers. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it really right. just propelled you to Hollywood fame. This is great. How did you deal with that at such a young age? Uh, well, it was interesting because I would be able to get out of classes early. My mom would drive me around to all these different auditions in Chicago, mostly print work, mostly modeling, um, advertisements, catalogs, stuff like that. And every once in a while, you know, I'd have a commercial audition. And one of the auditions I went on, it was for Silver Spoons, and I didn't know it at the time. Oh, I found out about it later on. And I remember, I remember Ricky being Schroeder? in the, Yeah, Ricky Schroeder was there. I recognized Ricky Schroeder from this PSA um, where he's, like, in a hockey. You know, that's what's interesting, too. Because after watching Silver Spoons... Alfonso was a, Ribeiro was the one who had the, the the beat it jacket, the Michael Jackson jacket in that commercial. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Pepsi commercial. And years later, I ended up meeting him and telling him that story, which was phenomenal. That's crazy. But I was at this audition, and I remember it was the first time that I'd ever gone on an audition where my mom wasn't able to be in the room with me. And they said, oh, no, no, we can't have parents in the room with their kids. And I'm like, and it was so strange to me. And I'm in this room... And I see this little kid, Ricky Schroeder, 
I didn't know his name at the time. But all these, all of a sudden, these other kids had their moms in the room. And I thought, man, this is so unfair. This is so unfair. They're, they have their moms. Why can't I have my mom? And all these moms are like gloating around Ricky. They're like, oh, look how cute he is. Look at little Ricky. And I just got so jealous and so angry. And I ran out of there and ran to my mom. I go, mom, I'm not going to do this audition. I just, I was so pissed off. And then I ended up finding out later that was Ricky Schroeder who ended up getting the part. And, uh, wow. and then my mom's like, oh, you were there for an audition for, for Silver Spoons. So from that point forward, every time I saw Silver Spoons, I felt like that was sort of my, my show. Right. And I felt like like they were my buddy. Like Jason Bateman, this is the first time I've seen this out loud, but like Alfonso Roberto. Oh, you want to see it? But like Alfonso Roberto, Jason, uh, Jason uh, Bate, Bateman. I felt like I was familiar with those guys. And uh, so it's so crazy because years later I ended up DJing for this place called Giggles and Hugs. And uh, Alfonso was there. And I told him, I said, Alfonso, I, you know, I told him the full story. Like, I remember seeing your commercial with you in a Michael Jackson jacket in that Pepsi commercial. And my brother and I just kept at our parents going, where, you know, let's go out, let's go find this jacket. It was the Beat It jacket for the Beat It video. We couldn't find it anywhere on the shelves. And one day, finally, they put it on the shelves, and we ended up getting our Beat It jackets. And I remember, I was so distraught, because those those were fake, they were fake, they were not real pockets, they were just zippers. And I remember, oh man, because I wanted to hide stuff in my, I thought, what a great thing, I got, you know, pockets. And, uh, so yeah, it was great to be able to tell Alfonso that, and it was so crazy to think that I was going to be DJing for his kid that day. That's crazy. It was there, nuts. There you have it, folks. There the you story have it. of Stony Shore's yeah. rocket to stardom. The full, the full, <laughs> the rocket. My gosh, I don't know how you became so sane with all the fame you had to deal with. Oh yeah, a lot of fanfare, a lot of fanfare. What I loved most about it was getting out of classes early, because I'd be able to get out of classes early, and none of the kids knew why, but only the teacher would know why. And so I'd be able to get out of classes early, and I remember I was on an oh, there's a box of cereal called O's, and I was on the back of the box. What are you doing? When's your birthday? When's your oh, yeah. birthday? What's your birthday? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. When's your birthday? Uh, November. Oh, November 24th. <laughs> you don't think he knows his own birthday? I think it's fake. Wow, a fake birthday. Oh yes. He's got a fake ID. You got a fake ID? No, it's my real one. Let me see this. Oh, that's him. I can tell it's him. <laughs> that's look at his neck. It's, look at his neck. He's chiseled. You look chiseled. I, he looks like I mean, I might want to bang I that. Did, I would, I if did. I was gay, I'd bang him. <laughs> I, had, I did have a gym membership at the time. <laughs> well, look at that. I mean, oh, I know, my God. God. That's right. Very sexy. Damn, dude. Very sexy. I was doing room service at the time. A lot of this holding, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. And you look like a super tan, too. I know. What was it with the tan? It was super tan. This was a renewal. This is a renewal of my driver's license. So when they renewed it, they made it me like three shades darker. So I don't know how anybody, anytime I go into it and I go, let me see your ID and I give it to them, I'm like, yeah, like I look anything like that, you know? I'm like, I look like I just got back from Costa Rica. I do, I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. I would get tan, but I don't think that that tan. Now we're probably like ten years ago. 
probably 10 years ago. It's very interesting about Sony yeah, Shores. Like I think like 10 years ago. Well, there you have it. Stony Shores, ex the exclusive interview by Tommy Bowie. That's right, Tommy Bowie. This is going to be on 60 Minutes in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, this will be on 60 Minutes. America is just dying to find out what happened to the little boy from Blues Brothers. That's right, that's right, that's right. Um, oh, which, by the way... Um, at at uh, at Kapow on the twenty at Kapow Intergalactic Film Fest. What Kapow? On September 29th at 12 p.m. there will be a double feature of Bloody Bobby and Black Pumpkin happening, and then that night, Yachtly Crew is playing at Alex's Bar. And the funny thing is, I play the character Alex in Black Pumpkin, and then I get to go to Alex's Bar. You know, this is an interesting synchronicity today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad's in town. My dad's in town, so he's gonna go. This is the other crazy thing. So, I was talking with um, one of the guys, one of the guys who's helping out, one of the security guys today, and um, they go, "Oh, you guys are playing in Long Beach or something in a couple days." I go, "Yeah, at a place called Alex's Bar." He goes, "He goes, my name is Alex." I go, "Yeah, of course it is." And he goes, "And I'm good friends with Alex at Alex's Bar." I go, "Oh my God, of course you are." And I said, "You know, it's so funny that <coughs> that day is is the." premiere for the, the the horror film I was in where I play a character named Alex then I go up and I play at Alex's and I said dude you gotta be there so I can get a and you gotta tell the Alex dude to be there so you get a picture with the three of us at Alex's bar like this monumental occasion if we can get that trifecta going I think that that would be fantastic triple Alex special oh my god the triple Alex special Alex what do they call that Alex to the third power oh man Alex cube <laughs> Alex cubed that's true Alex Cubed. That sounds like a good sci-fi film. Alex Cubed. You know how I know that? Because I'm a mad magician. He is a mad magician, ladies and gentlemen. You just that was a callback to a previous. I love film. it. I love it. You just you heard it here first from Thomas Gardner Jr., the mad mad magician. Well, let's be honest. If you're good at music, you have to be good at math too. Oh God, that's right. The circle of fifths. Yeah, it's all about the, the circle of fifths. It's all about scales. Oh God. You know intervals. So you're always yeah you're always trying to uh, do math in your brain while you're playing, aren't you? Well, no, I try to do math while I practice. <laughs> And then once I'm on stage, I try to just feel. And then you let it go. Yeah. Well, sometimes I slip and I have to do math on the spot. Mm. But. So do you feel that you got a program running? Do you feel that you got a program running in your brain while you're while you're playing? Thank you so much. Yeah. What is that? What is that interesting concoction? Is that lobster? Uh, no, that's salmon. Oh. Huh. What salmon. <laughs> Say what? What? What were you saying before that? Um. No, no, no. I'm bored with this one. I want to hold on to the next. I cannot remember. I Oh. This just popped in my brain. Um, have you considered dressing as Groot for Halloween? Uh, I have. Thank you. Um, I have not, but I have dressed as Scarecrow for Halloween before. From Batman? From Batman. I'll show you a picture. Really? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was a really good costume. 
friend of How the hell uh, did you see through the through the uh like burlap sack? It yeah. was like a specially made one. It's crazy. Oh god. So friends of my sister and my brother-in-law are like professional costumers. And they do like Your sister and brother-in-law? Yeah. yeah. Sandwich, Not them, the friends sandwich. of them. Oh my god, that's awesome. So they put they put together Halloween for like the West Hollywood Halloween craziness. They put together like group costumes and they ha- they'll, they'll do, do they have they'll do studio? everybody's costume so you have to give them your size and then they do the costume for you and then you wear it. Oh my god, dude! So we were that year we were all Batman villains. It's like a huge group of Batman villains, and they one of the guys that does it. His name's Will, and he, he was Doctor Freeze, and it was like crazy. Like he couldn't walk three feet without someone taking a picture with him. It was like crazy good. He had like the the, the thing and everything. And it, yeah. did his head, face look frosty? Yeah, yeah. It was oh awesome. my god, dude! I, I could probably find pictures for sure. So what did they do? What was the thing? Because that burlap sack, it looks like it could obscure your vision really easily. It was like a hard paper mache type of thing, but they colored it brown. I feel oh. like I'm assuming it was paper mache, but it wasn't actually a bag. It was like you know, there was like room for the eyes, but it was hot in there for sure. Oh my god, that's incredible! That did you cool. did you was there some head? Like clamps or something to keep it. Was, I'm imagining like almost like, like a. Rested on your shoulders. It was weird. Yeah, I don't know. So you didn't have like a halo kind of clamp or anything. No, no. How did, how far out were the were the eyes from your eyes? Yeah, not that far. I mean, it was like a mask, you know. Oh, so it was. It was close yeah. to your eyes. Yeah. For some reason I was imagining it was like way out here, and you had to try to like see through the no. little tiny. Let me see if I have a picture. Yeah, I, I want to see it. I don't know if I ever Please show it to me while you're in the middle of eating. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not rude at all. Cool. <laughs> no, dude, you can show it to me later if you want. Let me see. That salmon is calling your name. Don't worry. Salmon's not going anywhere. If I have... If I can look up my photos. Yeah, see, they're not going to come up. So do you now in the movie he had like a little he, he there was like a misty fog kind of thing. Did you have like a tiny fog machine no, with you or something? No, maybe I should have. That would have been great. <laughs> what are you going? What did you? Uh, what do you think you're going to go as this year? I don't normally dress up for Halloween. Oh, so that was rarity. Yeah. I, you know what it is? It's not that I don't like dressing up. I don't like thinking of a costume and putting work into it. I'm too busy with life. And I don't care that much to spend time doing that. So it sounds like these folks already kind of were in the momentum of doing this they were particular like, thing. What are your sizes? And then I showed up, and they, I think I, I think they needed me to wear brown shoes or something. Dude, you know, this I was is like, yeah, incredible, incredible. And there, so you had no idea what you're going to be, huh? No, I knew I was going to be scarecrow, but I didn't know what it looked like until that night. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. All right, let's see. Let me. Yeah. Take five. Sailor Sailor Hawkins. Signing off on Inspirato Projecto. Signing off. Two more synchronicities that I have got to point out before I wrap up this podcast is one of them was uh, earlier on I was thinking about that Joker, that new Joker uh, teaser. And um, if you want, you can check it out it's up on youtube i slowed it down i slowed it down a lot and uh added a little extra surprise in there so you can actually see the flashes of what's on there so i was thinking about that as we were driving up here and then right at that right as i thought about that we saw some kind of restaurant or something that said phoenix right as i was thinking about this because joaquin phoenix is the new joker now the other crazy thing is while we were up here um 
getting getting ready. We're about to go on stage, and one of the security guard guys, he goes, oh, you know, when are you guys play next or something? And I, I was kind of going through with him with the schedule, and I said, yeah, we're going to be playing in, in Long Beach at a place called... Oh, uh, oh, yeah, so I got to learn his name, and it turns out his name is Alex. And I said, oh, my God, that's 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 awesome, because we're playing at Alex's bar in Long Beach. And he goes, oh, I know that guy, Alex. And I said, you know, it's so funny. The night that we're playing at Alex's bar is the night after, during the day, I play a character named Alex in a movie called Black Pumpkin, this horror, and then we're going up there to, uh, to Alex's bar. And... So, and he goes, oh yeah, I'm friends with, yeah, so I'm friends with the owner. And I said, that would be awesome if, if, if you could get him to be there for, to see Atlee crew, then I could, we could get a photo with the, with the three Alex's. That would be fantastic.